Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go. Sugar Pills, A Practical Guide to Self-Care. As always, I'm your host, Candy Washington, and I cannot wait to help you lead a more joyful life. And before we dive into today's episode, which will be a very inspiring conversation with Jennifer Campbell, be sure to like and subscribe and share, you know, if you know someone who's on their self-love and self-worth journey or really or if you need a little support, be sure to share this. Also, don't forget to grab our self-love journal, which is your great companion on your journey, and check out our new courses down below. We have the Manifest Your Dream Life Through Self-Love course, the Art of Self-Love Masterclass, and also the Create Your Dream Life Lifestyle Design course as well. And as always, join our newsletter. It is free, and you get a free self-love guide as well. So go ahead and check out everything down below. So with that, let's welcome Jennifer to our episode and our podcast. And for those of you who may not know, Jennifer Campbell is a soul alignment strategist, and she works with visionaries, pioneers, and and trailblazers who create massive systemic change for humanity. With over 25 years of global professional experience and Fortune Global 500 companies, Jennifer Campbell is the founder and CEO of the High End Life Incorporated. So welcome, Jennifer. Thank you so much for having me, Candy, and uh, thank you so much for the introduction also. Love it. Thanks. Yes. So do you want to share with us just a little bit more about yourself and what led you to founding your company and what you guys do? Yes, sure. So um, as someone who has change and transformation at the core of her business and of her career, Um, What I noticed a couple of years back is that when working with leaders, especially women leaders who want to accomplish something in the world, um, they felt that their lives were not supporting them enough. Their lives were not fulfilling enough. And so they felt out of alignment with themselves. And so while I was helping these leaders create massive change in the world, I thought something is wrong with this. And I also experienced that myself in my own company. So that's why I founded High End Life Incorporated to help women like us who have a message in the world, who have a business in the world, to create lives that support them, that fulfill them, and bring them massive joy so that they have the energy to do what they're here to do. 
Absolutely. And I agree. I feel like, and I was just talking about this the other day with a friend where I was looking to do something that was just for me, that Mm -hmm. wasn't in service of my career or doing something for work or, you know, being an entrepreneur, but that was just in service for myself. And I think that's really what you're speaking to is how do you live? How do you have your well-being in a holistic way? So you have the career, you're being fulfilled there, but then how do you also fulfill yourself physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and personally? Yes. Yeah. So it's really having that well-being in a holistic way. And especially as women, just like you're saying, we usually Mm -hmm. pour ourselves into something, whether it's our relationship or being a mom or being a sister or being a boss or being a wife or whatever the case may be. But then we forget to pour back into ourselves as our own individual womanness being. So what are some signs that we might be out of alignment that we're not living holistically and in and in, in integrity with that. Yeah. So, well, one of the signs, great question, by the way, <laughs> one of the signs that I noticed myself, but I also noticed with um, women in business and women leaders is they lose connection with themselves. And um, that results into signs of exhaustion, burnout, boredom, all those different things. Um, One woman, and I quote, said to me, I was leading my business, but I was doing it purely from willpower. And I ran out. And I lost connection with myself. So that's what it's about. That's a major sign. Yeah. So if anyone who's watching experiences this, then, you know, wait a minute. I'm not pouring my own cup first before everyone else's or filling my own cup first. Yeah. 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 And I've definitely experienced everything you've said from burnout to lacking creativity. And just like your, your client said, I was just not personally, but like her, you know, on willpower. So that's going to exhaust you because Mm. that's not sustainable. You know, it also doesn't refuel you back up. You know, it doesn't pour back into you. It's just, going out of you. So if you find yourself in that position where you're just like, I'm exhausted, I'm tired, I'm burnt out, I have no creativity, I'm just running on empty. What are things that you can now do to get back into alignment and to start taking care of yourself? Yeah, well, there, there are many things that you can do. But one of them is to take time for you. Even though it's only five minutes a day or 10 minutes a day, doesn't matter. Just sit with yourself for 10 minutes. Do nothing outward, but just go inward. And if that means just sitting and feeling how your body feels, Mm -hmm. that's already a first step that you can take. A second one, what you can do is really look at your life. What are the areas that give you energy and joy and which areas are very draining or time consuming or uh, do not bring you that much joy or fulfillment. And the third one is who do you spend your time with and what do you spend your time on? And you soon discover that if you do those three things that you will want to make shifts and changes that are more in alignment with yourself because you're in touch with yourself when you sit with yourself every day. Mm -hmm. And I love 
I love that. And I love that each thing you said was really intuitive. So mm -hmm. it was really going back to yourself and saying, I'm going to yeah. sit with myself, whether it's for that five minutes or that 10 minutes or that 15 mm -hmm. minutes and just, and just reconnect back to self. And yeah. then the other one that I loved was really getting self-awareness through like taking inventory. So yeah. what am I doing? Why am I doing it? How am I doing it? How could I do it differently? That's mm -hmm. gonna pour back into me and that's gonna yeah. actually elevate and fill my cup back up. And yeah. then the third I love, what you're saying is, you know, think about, you know, how am I spending my time and my energy and my presence with who and yeah. what are we doing and take an inventory of that. And I love how that really makes it intuitive. Like yeah. really just looking at yourself rather than a lot of times with like self-care and wellness, it's like do this, 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 and this, but maybe yeah. doing those things doesn't work for you individually, but yeah. each of the insights you gave it's you going inward to say what's mm -hmm. actually going to make me feel better, not just what yeah. you're saying. Like, it's not just always like meditate or spa day. Maybe it's me walking in nature. Maybe it's me taking a nap. You know, maybe it's me, whatever the case is. But mm -hmm. I love that you said it's really just about returning back to self yeah. and then getting the awareness of what yeah. makes me fill back up on my exactly. own individual intuitive basis. Exactly, exactly. And you know, um, for some, it may mean that you only do the first thing first, because <laughs> you may feel that you're so out of touch with yourself, that you don't know which of all the things that you mentioned, fit with you align with you, because mm -hmm. you're so out of alignment. So, um, and I, there are many, many things, many, many clues that are inside of us. And what we are taught is to look outside ourselves exactly. and to read self-help books or to listen to that podcast or to do mm -hmm. this and this and this and then follow someone else's recipe. And then you're even more out of alignment. So first up, get back to you. A hundred percent. And yeah. I think that's also kind of based in the fear that we don't know how to take care of our own selves. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind of like you don't feel that you know where it's actually the opposite. Like your body and your mind and your spirit, they know exactly how to take care of you. Yeah. It's just getting silent and get and connecting to it to listen to it. Yeah. yeah. And, so yeah. and it's also about allowance, really. Mm -hmm. Allowing that to speak to you, allowing to connect with that. And um, what I love about what you said just now is that I actually took inventory with fellow business women yeah. and I, I interviewed about 20 of them. And I said, I have a statement and I want to know if you agree or not. And the statement was yeah. women do not know how to take care of themselves. And the biggest shock to me was that 19 out of 20 women agreed with, with the statement. <laughs> I was in utter shock. Oh my God. So Candy, you and I have got our work cut out for ourselves. We really do. Because we are able to take care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. It's just that we need to peel off the layers of all these expectations mm -hmm. of what women can and cannot do. Yep. And how we prioritize alignment with ourselves. Mm -hmm. 
So it was shocking to me. <laughs> that is shocking. It is shocking. And it goes back to what you were saying before. You know, we always look externally for what mm -hmm. we should be looking internally. Yeah. And with that question, I think those women, it's that they've, they've lost self-trust. Like they don't trust themselves to know that they can take care of themselves. They're yeah. looking outside of themselves for approval, for a validation, for what they should be doing, what they should be looking like, what they should have, all of those things. Yeah. Looking inward. So they've kind of lost that self-trust of who you are is already enough. Mm -hmm. And you already know how to take care of yourself. You know, you're born into this world knowing it's just with the clutter of everything, whether society, family, media, we forget. And it's just, to me, self-care is really just remembering that we, that we already are enough and it's our yeah. job to take care of ourselves, you know? Yes. And it's about that remembering. Mm -hmm. And that's why I combine self-care with the world, with the word radical. Uh, radical self-care is, is, part of my way of working and it's not necessarily uh go to the spa five times a week no. um again it's the, the radical is more about understanding that we all human beings but specifically also women have been conditioned by all those bigger uh systems as i call them you named a few just now mm -hmm. society media our families, all kinds of different big systems prescribe who yeah. we should be, how we should be, what we should and should not do. And we all grow up as little girls into grown-up women mm -hmm. looking outside, living up to a particular type of standard, and then finding ourselves unfulfilled and miserable. And 100%. so I don't, I don't blame any of the women I spoke to or the, the women I meet um, simply because they haven't had that discovery yet of, oh, wait a minute, I took on <laughs> all this stuff yeah. and it's actually not mine. It's actually not what comes from within, what's my personal choice or what fits me best as a being. Mm -hmm. So... It's, it's also the tuning in and the lining with yourself also has that function of peeling off all those other layers. Yep. That's a, that's to me is a beautiful journey to, uh, to go through, but also uh, to guide. Yeah. 100%. And when you said radical, I, I totally agree with that. I know for me and like, my own healing journey, mm -hmm. the, the radicalness for me was when I took my power back and I said, wait a minute, I'm actually the authority of me. Yeah. You know, yeah. not anybody else's expectations, not what my sisters think, not what society thinks, not what TikTok thinks, not what my friends think. I'm actually the authority of me. Yeah. You know, it's almost like um, Maya Angelou talked about the sense of belonging. And she mm. said, you know, I don't belong to anyone. I belong to Maya. And that's yeah. kind of what it feels like when you yeah. when you come home to yourself and you realize I belong to me. So yeah. I actually get to decide how I show up in the world, who I right. be, what I have, who I do, not yeah. all these other outside voices. 
you know? And then I think when you get clear on, I belong to me, I'm the authority of me, I'm already enough, then yeah. sort of like the drama and the chaos kind of stops and goes away. Yeah. And you have that inner peace of knowing I can just come back home to me. I'm mm. the authority. I belong mm. to me. And yeah. you shut out the outside noise. So then yeah. when you feel yourself getting out of alignment or, you know, getting out of whack, you're like, wait a minute, I'm in tune to who I am. This isn't right. Let me take a nap. Let me cancel a meeting. Let me go on vacation or whatever it is that you need. Just let me just breathe. Yeah. This, whatever it is, whatever it is you need to do that moment, because mm -hmm. you're no longer looking outside of you to, to give you cues or permission to yes. take care of yourself. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly that. And um, what I love about the realization point that you have have mm -hmm. had about, oh, I'm my own authority. Exactly. Hey, I'm like, shocker. And, <laughs> and uh, you know, and and it's also to me, at least it's it's very moving because mm -hmm. that's the point where you come home to yourself. Yes. And um, one of my findings, um, if I may, is that um, what I notice is that, uh, at least for me, the coming home from, with myself also had to do with um, the balancing out of um, the masculine and the feminine energies within myself. Mm -hmm. I noticed that, um, that um, the, the willpower and the doing and the outside world and meeting standards for me was also very much about um, being on all the time with my masculine energy. And once I reconnected with my feminine energy, which is uh, much softer and much more intuitive and has uh, uh, an entire different realm of sense of strength and power in it. Yes. And when I came home to myself, uh, just like you did, mm -hmm. um, I reconnected with that. And I was amazed at how, just how that feels, how you, how I walked into the world or how I walked into my own home, whether, whether I sat with myself or if I took it outside, it was just such a different way to, to be in the world when that, when you can come home to yourself. So, I, um, I love, I love that you brought that up because it's so true. And that's actually something like we're so aligned. That's actually something I've been like working on is, mm -hmm. is I say an affirmation, like I'm fully awakened to my divine feminine energy. Like I really yeah. want to tap more into it because it's not about like looking girly or not looking girly. It's energetic. And yeah. I, all, I'm usually in my masculine all the time, you know, like, you know, doing this and doing that and doing that and doing that and thinking I have to go get this and post this and blah, 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 and go, go, go and do, do, do and speak from authority and blah, 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 blah. And yeah. that really is the masculine energy. Mm -hmm. But the feminine energy I have found is actually even more powerful than the masculine. <laughs> you sit back and you just get to be. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> Anybody, but it's so powerful because it's really yeah. that magnetic energy. Yeah. Or like, I don't yeah. have to do anything. I show up and things come to me because I'm open and ready to receive. Yeah. It's really yeah. that receiving mode. And it's really, I, I call masculine the, the hustle and the feminine the flow. 
things just ah, come right. to you. You know, it comes to you. It's it's different. It's it's really magnetic and it's much more powerful. And yeah. I remember a very specific moment where I was at a coffee shop and I was doing something and it was right when I was starting the journey into, you know, a softer life, more feminine. And this, I had like the sniffles or something. I was like coughing a little bit. And this guy mm-hmm. came over and he's like, oh, you know, I'll buy you like a, a kombucha or something. Cause I had like my little coffee <laughs> like with gender, with gender. And my default autopilot subconscious mind was still in my masculine and I was like no I'm okay and then I had that moment of awareness and consciousness and I said no I've been asking to be more awakened to my feminine I'm I'm saying to myself I'm open and ready to receive I have an opportunity that God the universe whatever you want to call it has given Mm me to actually in action receive why I'm setting it down and so I said you know what actually that would be really nice thank you Mm, and I received yeah. it. But that small thing was yeah. showing me my consciousness that, okay, you, well, you really are ready to step into that level because we're yeah. going to give you these little tests. So to see if you want to move to the next level. Right. And it was that little test of me just saying, you know what? It actually would be really nice if you bought me a kombucha. Thank you. You yeah. know, but before I would be so much in my masculine defense mm-hmm. mode on edge. No, I got this. What do you want from me? You're trying to buy me something. No, you know what I mean? Where I was like, wait, like, he wants to buy you a kombucha. Calm down. Just be open. You, you're saying you're open and ready. We're giving you an example. Be open and ready. Yeah. And just like, let to let it flow. And it's such a softer, more divine, mm-hmm. more solid and powerful place to be. Just to yeah. be that magnet. To draw. Beautiful. Beautiful example. And it's also... You know, it also resonates with words like, uh, and energetic words like ease and grace and those type of things. Um, and, you know, um, you were not just paying yourself a service. You were also paying the guy a service. Yeah. Because I was in masculine. In his divine masculine. Yep. And, uh, and be supportive and yep. just offer something. And mm-hmm. Brilliant. Brilliant. Yeah. Beautiful moment where you caught yourself, by the way, because that's also a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, when we move into that more, are we able to catch ourselves? Are we able to receive? Yeah. And um, and move the opposite, do the opposite. So instead of go getting, just sit back. Sit back. Let you it come. Comes your way when you're Let in full alignment with yourself. Yeah, let it flow. And I love that you brought up the word um, support too, because I also mm-hmm. feel that when you're in your divine feminine, that's yeah. when you really are in receiving mode for divine support. Yeah. You know, to, yeah. to, to receive that you don't have to do everything on your own. Because I exactly. used to be very, very codependent, like your stereotypical <laughs> codependent person, never said no, perfectionist, yes, 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 all the time, zero boundaries, I can do everything, blah, 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 right? All of the mess, all of the hot mess that that was. Um, but a part of that was never asking for help. Yeah. Never thinking that I had the right or that I could have needs or wants, or I could say like, I need help with something. I was the person that never needed help. I was the person that always said yes and could do everything by themselves. But when I got out of healed my codependency and got to a much more healthier mindset, I was Mm -hmm. like, no, it's my divine right to be supported. You know, 
People want to support me. God wants to support me. That's my divine right is to be supported. And when you go more into your feminine, you open up to being, I am worthy and and deserving of support. I wasn't put on this earth to do everything by myself. One through humanity, you know, family, friends, and community. We're communal beings. And then one, the divinity that lives within me, you know, I I should ask for divine support. But when you have that codependent mindset, it's like, if I can't ask my friend for help, then how I'm gonna then how I'm gonna ask a higher power for help? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't even think I'm deserving of like Sally's help. How do I actually go to that higher power and say, help me, support me, provide for me, guide me, right? But when yeah. you get to that point where you're like, I deserve it and you want mm-hmm. it, then that's when things starts to flow to you in a way that you can never make happen on your own. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And you know, the thing is, um by letting yourself be supported by someone else Mm -hmm. the other person or the other people who are supporting you are part of the bigger thing that you're doing here yeah whether they are your cleaning lady or they are your executive assistant or it doesn't matter and they want to support because they believe in what you believe in and they want to accomplish what you want to accomplish and they want to contribute to that. So it's also, um, at least that's how I contextualize it when I ask someone for help, is also they want to be part of the bigger thing that we're doing. And that makes also, for me, a lot of room to ask people for help. Um, and, and you know, um, I also remember that um, um, those times when I was laughing <laughs> Uh, earlier and I was laughing because I recognize what you said (laughs) I used to be the person who would do everything on her own even run really big summits on my own Mm -hmm. and it was crazy it it, it was absolutely crazy but I thought I had to do that Mm -hmm. and what I met along the way is of course being an entrepreneur also you uh, unlearn you have to (laughs) at some point you become too big or yeah. business becomes too big. But that said, I've also had people in my life who would actually feel offended if I didn't ask them for help. They were like, why are you doing this on your own? Mm-hmm. When lifting something that's too heavy, yeah. or, uh, literally, or um, doing something that's so big, uh, I, pretending I have a million arms and legs to do this, mm-hmm. and they would get offended. And they would say, why didn't you ask me? It's so simple for me to do. So it's also about um, not just the inner realization. I deserve this. I want this. And and it's fine for me. It's also about the value of relationships that you build when you involve people in the bigger things that you're doing in the world by Mm -hmm. asking them for their support. So that's also something that um, that I also learned uh, when it comes to asking for help. Yeah. Absolutely, because people also want to feel purposeful. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they want to feel purposeful. And I think, you know, professionally, they also want to feel like it's a team. You yeah. know, they want to feel like they did their part too. Like they yes. have skin in the game, you know, they they yeah. did something to help this b- accomplish whatever XYZ goal is. Yeah. That yeah. also gives them a sense of accomplishment mm-hmm. and a sense of yeah. teamwork, you know? Um, yeah. 
And, and it also shows that you trust the person. Yeah. You know, I think people get offended. It's like, oh, did you not trust me to do this? <laughs> did you not trust me to help you? Like, do you not trust me the way I trust you? Yeah. So it's also, it's, it's team building and it's also get, getting the people to have a sense of their own personal accomplishment. Like I did that part of the project, yeah. I did this part of what it is. And then it's also a way to, to, to gain trust within those teams and, and partnerships. And then even on like romantic side of it, you know, your partner wants to feel needed and that, you know, getting to not codependency, but then also not um, toxic independence. You really want that interdependence where it's like, yes, I'm good and solid on my own, but I also know that I can rely on you. You're good and solid on your own, but you can also rely on me. And we have that interdependent relationship. Like I remember with me and my partner, when we first started dating, I was like moving and I was like, no, I got it. I got everything. He was like, well, I'm sure you can fit. He's like, I'm sure you got it. But like, if you just need that, if you just want the help. And I was like, oh, what? If I just want the help? <laughs> you know? He's like, like, I know you don't need it. Like, I'm sure you'll be fine. But like, if you just want the help, you know? Yeah. And I kind of had to learn to not be so hyper independent. But mm-hmm. to actually trust and allow other people to help me, not just for me, just like you said, but also for the health of our relationship. Yeah. So they also felt like a partner. They also felt that they were participating, that I trusted them, that I leaned on them, mm-hmm. not just, you know, they're just there whenever. So <laughs> it's a good way to 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 strengthen the health of, of all relationships, whether it's coworker, whether it's friends, family, or romantic, having that yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, that also uh, leads me to another thing that I would love to share. And that is to create healthy systems around you. Because earlier we were talking about uh, the bigger ones like society and the media and all that. And those are humongous systems and they're very difficult to influence all by yourself. Yeah. Um, Unless you've become a really big influencer. Um, but, um, in the meantime, what you can do is create systems around you, systems of friends, systems of your family, systems of your relationship with your partner that is healthy and uplifting for yourself and Mm -hmm. energizing for yourself. And that, um, also leads to more alignment with yourself because you're aligned with yourself. You're aligned with those around you. And so that lifts you up and it lights you up. It does. And don't we all want that? Don't we want to have yes. lit up lives and lit up yes. souls? I mean, seriously. Yeah. Um, why would we want to drag along all that heavy stuff all the time and all the hustle and the bustle and everything else? Uh, there's no need. There's a way to live lighter and happier. Yeah. 100 percent and it and it's kind of full circle too going to what we talked about at the beginning you know mm-hmm. tapping back into yourself yeah. and knowing what you intuitively for yourself need because mm-hmm. people can support you in different ways because yes. i remember one time i had something happen with my friends mm-hmm. and i said to them well i don't feel like you're supporting me and they're like well we were doing this and this but i was like no 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 but what i'm telling you is that I understand what you're doing. You think is supporting me, but that's not act, almost like love languages, but that's yeah. not actually how I experience it. Right. Yeah. I was yeah. like, this is how I would experience 
you where I would actually feel supported because sometimes there's that disconnect between well I think I'm supporting you I think I'm loving you I think I'm doing this but then that but that's not how that person actually receives loves and support yeah it goes back to being able to tap into yourself and say I feel supported when my friend just checks in or my boyfriend does this or my you know co-worker you know, ask me if I need a coffee or whatever it is. Like that's what makes me feel supported. And yeah. then being able to communicate that to other people. Like, yeah. hey, like I know you think you're supporting me when you leave and you say, you know, do you want this? But actually, if you just, you know, sent me a little text message that would like really light up my day, you know, yeah. like thanking the person, like I see what you're you're doing. However, this is how I actually experience the love and support. You yeah. know? Yeah. Well, isn't isn't this um, similar to when uh, we get lost in translation from one human being to the other, whether yes. it's a love relationship or a friendship? It doesn't it doesn't really matter. It's all it's all the same thing about mm-hmm. somewhere in communication we get lost. So um, the alignment is about can I articulate what I feel inside? What is what is it that I truly want or um the word that i love that i use that gets more of the energy that uh, is about that and less from my brain is mm-hmm. what do i desire mm, and, yeah. um, and when i answer that question for myself let me speak for myself when i, I ask, answer that question for myself and articulate it for myself it's so much easier to then communicate with other people like, uh, like one of the classic ones between men and women is when a woman feels all upset and she <laughs> tells her husband and he then goes and fixes the content of the problem. And she says, no, that's not what I want. And he said, what do you want? And she says, can't you just give me a hug? Mm-hmm. And um, I'm in the many years that I have a psychology background. Yeah, and I guide so many leaders and people, and still, a couple of years back, I found myself in the same exact same dynamics with my partner. Yeah, and I was like, "Wait a minute, I need to express what I desire in such moments when I'm not yep. feeling up to par, and maybe it's difficult then to articulate." So I just said to him, "Whenever I feel so emotional." <laughs> Just hug me and say, I'm sorry that you feel this way. Yes. Oh, yes. That's so yummy. And he looked at me like I said something in Chinese. And and then he blurted out, is that all? (laughs) Yeah, that's all. That's all. That's all. all. So... So it's it's and and what I what I love about this situation is that it's 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 sometimes we were not taught to articulate it really well. Yeah. And we were not taught to feel it even really well, what we truly desire mm-hmm. and express that and see that. Yeah. And um once we do, we give others the opportunity to give us what it is that we desire, want, and need. So um, Mm -hmm. actually alignment with yourself and self-love and radical self-care are all things that are service to yourself, but everyone else you encounter. Mm -hmm. And you know what, what came up when you were talking, 
doing that really creates authentic and intimate relationships. It does. Because if you say in the moment, what is it that I actually desire? Mm-hmm. And then you can, you know, express that to your partner, whoever the person may be, and then they can give you that. You're having yeah. a truly authentic and intimate moment. Like that's true yeah. intimacy when you can just show up and say, this is what I need. Can you hug me? Like, I've done that a, a lot. <laughs> can you hug me, please? You know, and the person can just hold space for you, you know? Yeah. And I think that's one of the most intimate things you can do with someone is just mm-hmm. share space in a loving and compassionate way. You yeah. know, sometimes it's like, I'm the youngest of five girls. So me and my sister oh, okay. <laughs> We're a lot, you know, <laughs> like even though we're all adults, we regularly 100%. So when I call them, I always have to say, I just need you to listen. I don't need you to fix. I don't need you to tell me what to do or problem solve. I just need to talk. Like I just need to talk. I don't need to problem solve right now. And, <laughs> so, and that's also kind of like, and I do that too sometimes like friends or family. I'm like, all right, do you want me to give you guidance or advice or do you just need me to hold space and just listen to you? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes the conflict will come from they yeah. need someone to talk to, but you're in fix it mode. Yeah. And so then you end up arguing because you're like, why are you judging me? It's like, I'm not judging you. I'm trying to help you. I don't need you to help me. I need you to listen. Okay, fine. You know? So yeah. it's about, just like you said, you know, showing up authentically. What do mm-hmm. I desire in this moment? Do I desire guidance or do I desire just someone to listen and hold space? Or, you yeah. know, do I desire a hug or do you need to go do the dishes? Like, <laughs> you know, it's like, what do I truly desire? And yeah. how can I actually speak to that thing rather yeah. than project what I desire onto some other thing? Because yeah. I don't feel good enough or secure enough or in myself enough to say, this is the actual thing that I need. Yeah. 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 And on the, on the flip side, if you are not tuning in or you're not able to articulate it to other people, Mm -hmm. it can very quickly become uh, toxic because of all the projections, Mm -hmm. because if you expect everyone else around you to, to read your mind or to have, have an immediate understanding of what it is that you desire, then um, that creates really a lot of imbalance in the relationship. So, um, so yeah, just having a healthy relationship with yourself and being in tune with what is true for you or what you truly want or what you truly desire. Uh, any moment of the day, really, is yeah. one of the most authentic um, and powerful things that you can do in life. Yeah, That's true. And you know what that reminds me of? Um, when you said it could lead to, to like a toxic dynamic or relationship when you're projecting also, mm-hmm. also because our minds always want to put a meaning to something or create a story around something. Yeah. So if the person isn't telling you actually what's going on, our mind is going to create a story around it, whether yeah. it's a good story or a bad story. It's like, Oh, he walked in and went straight to his room and shut the door. Is he mad at me? Is he cheating on me? Did I just, <laughs> what's happening but like maybe he just like needs to go call his mom for 10 minutes and be and be in private but my mind's gonna be like what does that mean what does that mean what does that mean and you're gonna create all of these stories around what something means because our mind wants to contextualize everything in order to keep us safe if we have the meaning if we understand it then our minds can keep us safe whether or not that's even the truth or reality my mind's gonna make up a story 
Yeah. Yeah. Especially women are very good at all those stories in their heads. A hundred percent. What's happening? (laughs) Even asking a question, just opening up the man cave and just ask, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Can I help you? And if the answer is no, you just close the door and go do whatever you're doing. Do what you got to do. And that's it really. And it just piles on top of each other because we all have, our own strategies um, to deal with different situations and we make up our own stories in our own minds. And that, yeah, that creates again, the toxicity. And earlier you mentioned the codependency within codependence. There are a lot of stories in our minds Mm -hmm. about um, how the other person should be, what they should do for you, what you think you should do for the other person Mm -hmm. and so forth. And you never get to that, um, grown-up level right. of authentic communication towards each other. Mm-hmm. And also, there is another aspect I would like to um, to mention yeah. about of what you truly desire. It's also taking responsibility for what you desire. Mm. Because sometimes your partner or your friend or whoever is not able to give that to you. Yep. We're not able to help that you with that. They may try, but they may conclude, oh, I, I cannot, or or I don't want to, or I yeah. can't. So um, owning up to, okay, this is my desire, and I asked the other person to help me, and they cannot, so I can either ask another person or just sit with my desire and mm-hmm. say, okay, whether I get it or not right now, this is my desire and that's it. Yeah. That's also a thing. It's we're not, we're not all these kids running around earth <laughs> thinking it's a big candy store where you can just say, I want a lollipop and then you get it. Mm-hmm. It's, uh, that's, that's also being grown up, being, being in alignment with yourself and understanding okay, we're here in the physical plane. There are things that I can immediately uh, have and there are things that I need to wait for or to work on or to um, wait for the support or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But that's also the reality of that point. Yeah. And this is my desire. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I found that very eye-opening when I learned that the first time. When I was uh, unwinding from all these codependent <laughs> stories, yeah, <laughs> where where the exercise was okay, you just tell the other person, your partner, what your desire is, and then realize that is your own. Mm-hmm. It's not something to put onto someone else. It's yeah. your own. Yeah. And I said, "Oh wow, how powerful is that? It's my own." Yeah. And there's no obligation whatsoever for the other person to do anything. Yeah. Interesting, isn't it? (laughs) It's very interesting. And it's also interesting, like, figuring out what do I want and versus what do I need versus what is my standard versus what do I value? Because, like, all of those kind of go into who you are authentically and, Mm -hmm. and, and how you're going to live in integrity. So, like, do I need this from you? Or do I just want this? 
And then like, what are the difference? And like, what are my standards for how I want to be treated or to treat other people? And then what are like my values? Like I was talking to one of my friends and I forgot how we got on the subject, but we we're talking about um, like women who marry very wealthy men. And they were mm-hmm. kind of a little like, oh, you know, gold diggery, blah, 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 all this stuff. And I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I was just like, maybe they just value stability and they value safety. And a way yeah. that you find safety and stability is one is financially. And that's totally fine. You know, I was like, maybe they're just clear on what their value is. And then maybe they have a very clear standard of how they are intentionally designing their life. And there's absolutely nothing wrong with that, you know? And I think that sometimes, particularly as codependent or whatever type of people are, we, we falsely think that there's some type of honor and sacrifice, like I had to go through all of this. I did all this on my own, like the right. struggle of it all. And it's just like, uh, 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 tune into your desire, your feminine energy, be open and ready to receive into the flow and get support, figure yeah. out what your standards are, figure out what you value. What do you want your life to actually look like? What are your needs and what are your wants? How are you going to meet them to yourself? How are you going to communicate them to your partner? And then from there go, but it's yeah. like, clear on what those are because for a while I didn't know what I wanted or what I needed or what my standard was or what a boundary was or what did I value you know because I was always looking outside of myself do to dictate what my standard was what my value was (laughs) what what my needs and wants were instead of going inward and saying well wait a minute what is it that I actually value in life what what actually is the standard of life that I want to have what is the quality of life that I want to have? You know, mm-hmm. what are my needs and what are my wants? And I remembered listening to, to Oprah and it was like one of those little snippets. And she was saying a lot of people have chaotic lives because they have a chaotic mind. But she was like, when you get really clear and focused and you and just like you said with desire and you just say to yourself, what is it that I want? And when you get clear and focused on that and then you live in alignment in that, that's when everything like clears up. Like really, what is it that I want? Yeah, yeah. And the thing, and the thing with with also answering the question, what do I want? It's also about peeling away those layers mm-hmm. of what you think you should want. <laughs> yeah. And so um um because a lot of people when they hear the question what do I want they go to their minds yeah and their mind give them gives them all these memories of what they've seen what they've heard of of people who are supposedly successful yet they say okay I want to have what they have because then I'm successful yeah or then I'll be happy or then da 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 mm-hmm but that's the other way around. Yeah. It's first the inner journey. Yeah. Align with you. Just sit with you. Again, I'm back to that one. Sit with yourself. Yeah. And um, don't go and try to meditate if you never meditated before. <laughs> it's not a meditation exercise. Um, it's more about tuning in to what you truly feel. And if it's all, if it's physical, if you just feel into how your body feels at the moment, mm-hmm. that's the first steps where you can really align with yourself. Because 
the mind comes up. If the mind is like Google, you you put something in and it blurts out all kinds of stuff that was accumulated over the years from so many different people, places, and inputs. Yeah. And it clouds your authentic inner self. Yeah. It clouds everything else. So by aligning with yourself and aligning with your with your soul, with what you truly feel, and following that, that and allowing yourself to follow that, then what you truly desire, what truly is your fulfilling thing in life, that will then surface. Yeah. And then you can use the mind and look for, oh, what is my strategy mm -hmm. to live in alignment with what I truly desire? Yeah. And that is a, uh, that's such one, it's such an exciting journey to it be is. on. It too. is. Um, it's, it's, it's a bit Forrest Gumpy in the sense that uh, <laughs> it's lots of chocolate and you never know what you're going to get. Yeah. Um, because we have so many of those stories about what our successful lives should look like. Yep. And it's all prescribed. Yeah. And we are, we are all unique human beings. You're a human, you're a unique human being, Candy. Yeah. As you are sitting there, I am a unique human being. And everyone watching this, you're all unique human beings. Yep. You're having a human experience here and it's unique to you. Why not tune into that and live it to the fullest? Yes. Instead of going <laughs> into some sort of mold that doesn't fit you. Yep. It, 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 I um, I am guilty as charged. I've done it for a long time. Me too. And Me I too. was like, when I discovered, oh, wait a minute, my life is mine. Exactly. My life is mine. My life is mine. And so why not live it? Mm -hmm. To its highest expression. To your highest me. expression. And <laughs> do I dare to be true to me every single second of the day? Exactly. And it's not the easiest path because, again, the monkey mind is going everywhere. Yeah. That, that just this realization of, oh, the thing that I'm about to do right now, do I really want to do that? Am I making a choice to do that now? Yep. And again, it's not about um, like being a little kid and having everything that you want in La La Land. No, it's about <laughs> making a conscious choice. Yep. Am I true to myself if I do this right now? Yep. And if not, why would I then do this? Why don't I just honestly communicate what I do want to desire in this moment? Mm -hmm. Right? You know, I would like to uh, share one of my life quotes um, yeah. that I actually learned very early on um, before I went into work mode and uh, 
<laughs> daily grind and hustle like everybody else. Yeah. Um, I remember, I think I was 13 or 14. Mm-hmm. And I was really early with the self-help book. So I'm from that generation that read Wayne Dyer and Louise Hay and all of those. <laughs> and uh, uh, Tony Robbins' first book and all those things. Yeah. And um, But I ran into a poem by E.E. E. Cummings. And it goes something like this. Being yourself in a world that is trying to make you like everyone else is the hardest battle you can ever fight and should never stop fighting. Exactly. And I wrote it on a beautiful card and I put it in my diary and and it's with me and every time in my life when I experience something that's not good Mm -hmm. in any area of my life I know I went off my path I did something that others wanted I did something out of alignment with me. And that's why I feel miserable, right? Yep. And the highest highlights in my life were when I was in full alignment with me and myself. Yes. That's the sweet spot. That is the sweet spot. Yes. And I wish that for you, all of you. Me too. Please live your life in alignment with yourself. Absolutely. You are the authority of you and you belong to you. I love that. Oh, thank you so much, Jennifer. I know my cup is full. (laughs) (laughs) It was a joy and a pleasure to be in conversation with you, Candy. Yeah. I think we could go on for hours, actually. We could go on for hours. I know. I know. I'm definitely have to have you back for a part two. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Well, let's yeah. do that. Looking yeah, forward. Yeah, I definitely want to have Sounds you back like for too. I would love yeah. that. Thank you so much, Jennifer. So before we wrap up, just two more things. If mm-hmm. you could, you kind of just did, but if you could leave us with one kernel of wisdom, what would mm-hmm. that one piece of wisdom be? I think it's what you just said because it was so yummy and juicy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tune in with you. Tune in with you. Yes. And where can we find you? And everybody watching and listening, everything uh, to connect to Jennifer will be linked down below in the show notes. But do you just want to share with us where we can find you and connect? Sure. Sure. You can find me on highendlifeincorporated.com. Love it. Love it. And thank you, everybody, for watching and listening. As always, don't forget, grab your self-love journal. It's linked down below. And also don't forget the courses that we have, Manifest Your Dream Life Through Self-Love, The Art of Self-Love Masterclass, and the Create Your Dream Life uh, Lifestyle Design course as well. And join our newsletter. It's free, and you also get a free self-love guide when you sign up. So thank you so much, Jennifer. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Looking forward to seeing you next time. Yes. Good luck, everyone. (laughs) Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.
Welcome to Sugar Pills, a practical guide to self-care, where your host, writer, actor, and producer Candy Washington helps you live a more joyful life with a cheeky dash of pop culture news. Be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review, and join the conversation on Instagram at Candy Washington. Let's go.